0: To a colossal waste of time. I am Carl. With me here, I have my guide, my partner in recording, my Sherpa through the mans. This is a Homestuck podcast, and who knows Homestuck better than...
1: Hi, I'm Fraser. I'm I'm Carl Sprite, you might say, (laughs) to get into the terminology.
0: (laughs) That's not acceptable. You can't do that. You can't do that. Especially when I say you, you've thrown
1: my corpse into the kernel, and now I'm now I'm going to spew cryptic nonsense alongside <sighs> you for the next however many hours.
0: Ah, it's going to be many hours, way too many hours. Um, so this, as mentioned, is a Homestuck podcast. I have been baited into reading Homestuck after many years of neglecting my duty. to Many do it. years. Where did this all start, Carl? Uh, probably starts about 2017. Um, roundabouts, I've, yeah. Yeah, I've got a bunch of friends, a bunch of idiots, who uh, every time I say, oh, I need something to do, they'll tell me, oh, Carl, you should you should read Homestuck. Read Homestuck, Carl. Read Homestuck. And at the time, I was going through a thing of reading all things that are, like, weirdly gamey, because it's mostly bad media. You and I-
1: consume a lot of bad media, this around this time you were uh, uh, watching that really weird uh, Isekai anime with the incredibly o- odd, awful-looking child guy in it.
0: Wait, which well, one? That's that's most of them.
1: Very uh, <laughs> good point. I'm not talking about Kirito. Uh, uh, is it, the it one we- where
0: he's really bound, like a? Like a human yes ball. incredibly
1: round that's, uh, it, by and was, it, that's
0: by the same yes. guy that's uh, by the same guy i'm just
1: that's blanking world. on the name of it that's a cell world yes you you were you were watching a cell world and that was the point at which we all felt that you needed to to be pushed in this direction
0: yeah so um i was told i should read homestuck and i said oh yeah i'll definitely do it it'll take me what two weeks um,
1: because you have prior, is the thing. Because uh, back in 2017, uh, I, as part of you watching a whole load of isekai media, uh, I had you watch through the uh, Greed Island arc of uh, Hunter Hunter. Uh-huh. Because that is arguably an isekai. No, maybe not in the purest sense, but it ticks enough of the boxes. And uh, without my knowing, you went and watched the entire run of Hunter Hunter without ever letting on that you were doing so, just to prank me.
0: Uh, yeah, actually, I didn't not just let on that I hadn't watched it, I intentionally said, oh yeah, I don't know anything about Hunter x Hunter until I just gave up the ghost <laughs> one day and was like, yeah, I've seen all Hunter Hunter, by the way, um, and I've been telling just, you i not the entire time. Just
1: dropped, dropped out of the blue. So I, I think maybe the, the first Homestuck Ultimatum also came out of the... the you, you, you played your hand in showing that you could consume media at, at an inhuman rate... Yeah, so we, th- I... we thought we thought what better challenge, other than maybe like Umineko, uh, in terms of incredibly long media projects, what better challenge for you than Homestuck?
0: Yeah, I'm like a slop golem. Uh, if something's absolutely awful, I'll probably consume it all in like a week. But Homestuck was. Um... A bit too much for me. I, I probably read about 150 pages uh, in my first try, and holy shit, I found it so obnoxious. And, and that's go- not
1: an uncommon reaction. A lot of people bounce off of the first half of the first half of Act One. I would say a lot of people like really hard bounce off of it if they're introduced to Homestuck blinds. And, and honestly, I cannot blame people for that reaction. Yeah, it's It's, an aggressively
0: poor intro. Hmm. Um, Each subsequent attempt to reread it again has felt the exact same. Um, However, I did make a commitment back then. I said I would read all of it, and I have finally been enticed to do it. Um,
1: By our our shadowy benefactor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, our shadowy benefactor. You make him sound like he's like Bob Page. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, this is, uh, this is
1: a George Soros-funded uh, Homestuck website.
0: Oh, it's the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. <laughs> They're going to give yeah. me a GPU for it.
1: Le- legally, I cannot discuss the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've tra- uh, I I've retract that statement. Um, yes, uh, I have been enticed, uh, encouraged, given cat, but not a lot of stick. Um, it's
1: bribery. It's full yeah. on bribery.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but to what works works.
1: It. You cannot argue. You cannot argue with results. Yeah. You're here. You're at the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've read five percent of the total run of Homesuck so far, which is no, not, I've read... not, an, in, not an insubstantial amount.
0: Uh, no, if I'm if I'm right and believing based on what you've said, I have read five percent of the total pages, but only like one percent of the total words. <sighs>
1: Uh, yes. Oh may- maybe even less than that, to be yeah. honest.
0: Um anyway. Uh so yeah, we're doing it. Uh we're gonna read all of Homestuck. There's gonna be about uh thirty episodes of of this. Uh Fraser has we, we've helpfully we've... broke it down into reasonably length episodes based. I
1: I've I've chopped it up yep. on on my on my Home cutting board. Uh and at the end of every episode, if if you want to read along, which you don't have to, like I'm giving you the out right here, right now. You do not have to read along with Homestuck to listen to this podcast. This is Carl's burden to bear. Not yours, the listener.
0: But you would be a massive baby bitch if you did not actually (laughs) read all of Homestuck along with us. Uh, Let's be honest. Um, Yeah. uh, I I wouldn't take
1: that if I was you, listener. (laughs) 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 Don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> look, look. You may not take it, but it's true. It's true. If you if you are just listening along for joy, but you're not reading along, why are you even here? Go home. No, if Sch- you want. Take the headphones off. Um,
1: I, th- th- there's plen- there's plenty to be gained from your suffering. I think that's that's the point. <laughs> ah. I think I I think that was our benefactor's design.
0: Anyway, we will put up some sort of... Well, we will put up the uh, the episode at, reading guide structure somewhere, and Fraser yes, will at, go out. At, at
1: the end. end of each episode, I will tell you what page we're reading up to next. Largely, mm-hmm. it's going to be on an, on an act-by-act basis, but, of course, some of the acts are fairly long, so for those, we're going to have some designated breakpoints.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, this first episode is actually just going to be us talking... About homestuck, but not about homestuck.
1: We're gonna set the table, as yeah. it were. We're gonna we're gonna lay put put down the cloth, we're gonna set the plates down, we're gonna talk about what homestuck is, how it came to be, why we're even in a position where this makes sense as a as a challenge, as <laughs> it were, <laughs> for, for Carl to undertake.
0: Yeah, so uh, there's probably not really a better place to start than with the, uh, with the creator of it. And in this case, it is a man named Andrew Hussey. Oh Actually, before we even start that, I should say, I have never read all of Homestuck, obviously. So this is going to be mostly first reactions. However, we have discussed the first episode already.
1: Parting the kimono a little bit. Yes, yes. We we we, these these discussions have taken place in in a sense but yeah. uh but you've you've not missed anything yeah important. there was
0: there was a failed recording attempt we didn't find out until it was after all all after dawn every every subsequent episode after two will sound very different in how it's structured we know what we're doing this time we're old hands to episodes one and two yeah let's that, not
1: let's not dwell on my yeah. failures specifically no, it's, it's not
0: even yours man it's fucking ridiculous what happened. <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
1: we're, we're not going to call out the party <laughs> responsible.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, just put a uh, positive 12 decibels on that 150 hertz sub-base. Anyway, uh, so let's get into it. Let's talk about it. The best place to start... Uh, the centre of attention, which is one Andrew Hosie. Oh
1: boy, you have no idea when you say the centre of attention. Oh. The the, ma- the man is the main character of, well, of his own life, of course. But he he tries to become the main character of of all of our lives
0: in his in his way. What do you mean with that? What could that possibly mean?
1: Uh well, he he. It exerts an an influence, so we should Oh, well
0: Are you saying he's I've, an influencer? Can I find him on TikTok?
1: you, you can find him well you, you can find him on Instagram dressed as a clown.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I no 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 you can find him dressed as a clown. We'll get into it.
1: <laughs> I, I I suppose I should start from the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: The, the the very best place to start. Yeah, so, so
0: um, first there was Adam and there was Eve.
1: Andrew Hussey is, um, I wouldn't say internet old guard, but he's been present online for a very long time. he He was originally a, I believe it was a computer science major, he did um some work on a quite popular plugin for adobe photoshop uh i believe one of its color color picking tools uh and from there he 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 gained an internet presence uh running a series of kind of quite small quite low fi web comics the, this was this was in like the early day of webcomics where you were either a webcomic that did uh, the kind of trite video game two Bro sitting on the couch talking about how the Xbox is too big webcomic or just shitposts drawn out and put on the website for everyone to see so he started with a project called Team Special Olympics which was a collection of fairly inane ideas for running gags in strips. So there was a strip called, uh, a inappropriate time for pie. I believe it was, which was a, a webcomic about finding pie in, in wacky scenarios. There was humanimals, which was not actually a plot driven webcomic in any way, or even a joke webcomic. Unless you, your idea of a good joke is grotesque human animal hybrids, that was, that was a. It, it, it's, it's hard to go back and read because, yeah, some of those drawings are just mm, unpleasant.
0: Yeah, like and, I'm, I'm Googling now and I can't even find Team Special Olympics in a place that is making it available. And uh, with a name like that, I don't
1: blame you. It's uh, all archived on the um, the unofficial Homestuck collection in the post game material.
0: Ah, uh, okay.
1: So you, if you if you ever feel the hankering to read it, it will be
0: there. I can't uh, wait to the Team Special Olympics in eight years.
1: There, uh, he also did some actual like comic work, not not. Pub- not published in any serialised form, but he did a uh, kind of graphic novel called uh, Whistles the Starlight Calliope, which was a, or Calliope. But it, it's, it's, I always trip up with the words uh, Calliope because of I, its... I was
0: really hoping you would tell me he was like a political cartoonist, like dry bones then. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be the purest possible future.
1: Not 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 to get too ahead of myself, but his his most recent work is very very politically driven. I wouldn't call it a political cartoon in its in its uh, structure or in its execution, but it's it's he he has gone into the realm of the political at this point
0: i dread to think of the politics of one andrew Hussey. uh based on oh, should sh-
1: should i should i go into that now should i just have a brief sidebar into where no no what...
0: let's keep going through the, the life okay. and times of andrew Hussey here
1: so he he did he did a web, he did a graphic novel called the starlights Calliope, which uh, which was about clowns that was his first real foray into his obsession with clowns that pervades all of his work pretty much from that point everything has a clown in it somewhere uh he also did a um a full length unfinished but still like 200 page long Harry Potter satire fan fiction called Wizardy Herberts he did a series of very popular, uh, YouTube, uh, mashup videos called TNG Edits, uh, where he would take TNG episodes, uh, Star Trek The Next Generation episodes and create humorous, uh, mashups of them to, to change the plots. That's, that's probably. His earliest work, which like fully holds up to this day, there there are still plenty of people who, who re-upload those old TNG edits, and there's there some actually really well-executed jokes in those. But it was also a collaboration with another person who, now that I think about it, I can't remember off the top of my head, so apologies to that collaborator that Andrew Hussey has stolen your thunder. And... I guess that's, that's part of, of, uh, what I originally meant where, where, when I said that Andrew Hussey kind of makes himself the main character in that he, he is, he is often like the name. Like if you, if you think about Homestuck and, and you have like a kind of broad association with it, like, my level of of interaction with homestuck or maybe maybe less maybe someone who's read about half of homestuck you would know the names andrew huffsey and probably toby fox those would be the two names that you'd know and you'd only know toby fox because he broke off into his own stuff
0: So, I'll I'll quickly come clean here. Uh, Until very recently, being like three months ago, I thought Homestuck was Toby Fox.
1: So, Well, Homestuck is... The music behind Homestuck is largely Toby Fox, in that he was the head of the music team from the start of Act 4 onwards, after the departure of uh, Bill Bolin, the... um, the problematic music guy.
0: Oh, the problematic uh, sleuth. <laughs> uh, he did bad <laughs> things. <laughs>
1: um, yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we And we can circle, circle back on that. But yeah, no, a large, a large part of, um, of Homestuck is, it's collaborating team. Uh, Homestuck is, Homestuck has uh, both music and arts contributions from from a wide range of different people. Yeah, it, it casts uh, a
0: big net, pulls in a lot of people, and it it's not really what seems to be the hussy adventure. Um, it's even even the writing, based on what we've talked about uh, prior. He he uses like a system of like fan contribution, is that right? To multiple of his different stories.
1: So I I guess this takes us back to where I left off. So once once he'd finished up with Team Special Olympics, basically, he started up a new website called MS Paint Adventures. Mm -hmm. And this is where he did his first project called Jailbreak. And what was unique in the sense about Jailbreak uh, at the time was that it was almost entirely crowdsourced in terms of uh, its right well not n- not its writing its direction its kind of plotting because it started with andrew drawing up a panel of a stick figure man in a jail cell and asking the 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 viewer what does the man do and then people would be able to join the MS Paint Adventure forums and suggest things for the man to do. And then Hussey would draw those out. And then that was how the comic progressed. And Jailbreak, uh, it's, it's, a, it's very much a, a test of that system. It's, it's, not, it's not a particularly engaging piece of work. There's, there's very little reason to read it at this point other than for one one specific reference joke that comes up in in, in Homestuck a couple of times but I'm not ex- I, I will I will explain that joke to you when it comes up I'm not Thank expecting you. you to go back and read read jailbreak so but one
0: the, the sense yeah, I get from just hearing you talk about jailbreak is that it was something that you wanted to participate in but not necessarily read. It sounds like you want to get your really funny, very original, hilarious <sighs> suggestion published. And that's, that's how you, how it runs.
1: Yes. Yeah. There is, there is a sense of that reading, reading jailbreak. Yes. that that's pe- people, were, people were trying to create their own, their own jokes. And, and Hussy was trying to wrangle that in quite a lot So when when he moved on to his next main project, and as a sidebar, there was another project in between those two called Bard's Quest, but Bard's Quest barely exists and isn't worth talking about. Uh, His next main project was a comic called Problem Sleuth. And Problem Sleuth remains to this day surprisingly popular, especially among people who are aware of Andrew Hussey but don't like Homestuck. And a large part of that is because he takes that chaotic energy that was present from the suggestion system, in uh, in jailbreak, and he quite successfully like saddles and bridles it. He he rides that wave of chaotic energy into something that, while not traditionally like making sense, like the narrative is all over the place, and it's not the sort of story you could ever actually explain to someone in a way that would be satisfying. But it's still satisfying to read in its own way because because there's that sense of you never quite know what's going to happen yet because that's there's that area of doubt from someone could potentially at any point introduce something new to the story that has to suddenly be accounted for. And that is an, quite an interesting elements to add to a fictional work, and it ends up largely working. Of course, people's mileage may vary. There are plenty of people who don't particularly like Problem Sleuth. And judging by some of your issues with with that style of writing as it appears in Act 1, you probably wouldn't like certain parts of Problem Sleuth, just because it gets a bit like that,
0: yeah. So, just for clarity here, um, I wasn't sure if like choose your own adventure was a thing that was happening. Like, fan suggestion, I'm going to call it choose your own adventure because how it presents itself in the story of Homestuck for as long as he does it for I don't know how long for. Uh, I actually it's, found it to be obnoxious until- and
1: distracting. Mm. Um, it, it ebbs off towards it. Dur- I think during act 4 it starts ebbing off it it, it stops pretty much completely uh, in act 5 apart from the suggestions of character names which are sti- which are still being accepted at that point but there there is there is a point in in homestuck proper where there's this sort of last hurrah for that for that system of writing like to uh, to to give like one Throw throw one last bone to the people who enjoyed participating in the comic in that way. There is a section where where Hussey, not to read too much into the work, but he it seems like he's going. I'll oh, go on then. Get it out of your system. We'll do well. What- <laughs> we're we're gonna have class outside today.
0: Um. So, just on problem sleuth quickly, how how reliant is it then on referring back to the old MS Paint adventure forums?
1: Well, there, there 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 are a few running jokes that never quite go away. Like, like retrieving your arms. That's a joke that appears quite... Like, in the first few panels of Homestuck, that's a joke that persists mm-hmm. all the way back to jailbreak. And there are certain jokes like surrounding like keys and there's i i forget whether the pumpkin yes the, i yeah there is a pump pumpkins are also a referring theme to the point where um andrew hussey's uh merch shop and um now shuttered game studio were called what pumpkin after the running joke surrounding pumpkins this
0: guy just so really there- likes halloween themed things
1: um, I, I guess if you say that clowns are Halloween themes, I mean, they're they've not become, really. They've become. They, it. Cl- clowns are yeah, you know, like, anyone who claims clowns aren't scary, like, just hasn't met the right clown yet.
0: Um, but he, he also writes ghosts into being a thing his character's like, the occult.
1: Oh, yeah, go- yeah. ghosts are a, a major part of Problem Soup as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 main. So. Moving from Problem Sleuth to Homestuck, there are a couple of key changes that Hussie makes to his process. The first is cover. Uh, Problem Sleuth was almost entirely monochromatic, other than some rare instances where he brought in cover Wait. just to... Accentuate something.
0: Wait, yeah? the big patch update was we've got colonel. now. was that really? I, I did not know that. But you didn't mention that last time.
1: <laughs> I didn't mention it last time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't come up. But that's well, it it's not it's not that it, it homesuck is full like apart from the the characters sprites being black and white and a lot of the walls of the houses being white. There is a lot far more use of cover in Homestuck than there was in in Problem Sleuth, which I, I get I guess was a novel innovation for his webcomic work at the time. That his graphic novel work had all been full cover, but all of his webcomics had been black and white, and this was one of the ways of him might like, advancing the scope of his work, I suppose.
0: Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, I, he he comes on to Homestuck, and obviously the big ambitious change is just that this has colour, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, you'd think you'd think that, but all well, I I I think it's how 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 many pages is it in before? So the well, the first page itself is also. Animated. Mm-hmm. There's not much animation, but there is a little bit of animation of John looking around his room in the in the first page. So that's another major indication of what's. Hussey was planning for homestuck and this is also much more apparent in the homestuck beta which he which he ran to kind of test out his capabilities in terms of producing pages at a at a reasonable clip.
0: Uh, just but, just to be clear here animation what, what do you mean with animation in this context you mean flash, flash animation yes, yes there yeah, we yeah. go flash animation <laughs> this was sort of the uh the apex of flash at this time 2000 and, 2009 i guess you could say so, the apex was a couple years before that and this was the well, end of the apex
1: it it depends what you call the apex of flash like it, if it 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 will mean different things to different people because if you, if you're of a certain age the apex of flash in your mind is going to be the uh, Animutation era like the the very early uh, neil cecerega Work and maybe the Zhao Zhao stick fight animations, stuff like that.
0: Well, I'd honestly say stuff like that, yes, and it just turns out that I'm slightly wrong on when that happened.
1: That was was in the early 2000s. That was like 2004, 2005-ish, that era.
0: Yeah, knowing when stuff like that actually came out, though, when it already existed, as you became aware of it, like the entire thing... Messes with when you think it's firm. Like I would call the 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 highest point of Flash, like salad fingers sort of stuff.
1: Okay, yeah. So the, this is this is more contemporaneous with yeah you know, David Firth era, mm. era mm-hmm. Flash projects. So that uh, I don't, I forget like when stuff like Charlie the Unicorn and and um uh, llamas with hats and that sort of animation was getting popular, but I I, it would it would have been within Homestuck's run, because Homestuck ran for a long time. Yeah. But like a decade. It, it can't it can't have been pre two thousand and nine to my mind, that era of Flash animation. Except like the early Salad
0: fingers would maybe around two thousand and seven ish, maybe. I'm gonna look now and it's gonna turn out it was like two thousand and three two thousand and four. <laughs> the first Salad
1: Fingers was two thousand four. Two thousand and four, yeah. 2004, 2004.
0: Wow, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but the, the, the salad fingers episodes came out over a long, slow trudge, but what we're getting at is like basically the, the, the new grounds, uh, sort of era of flash, you probably call that the apex and homestuck was looking to integrate some of that tech, some of those ideas into what it was making, um, into what Hussey was planning out with this, Mm. a new, a new type of comic, and, and one that there's not really been one of properly. Not, not at this level of scale, not at this level of... N- definitely not at this
1: level of scale, no. Yeah. And, and it already it already is... What, Pro- Problem ProblemSooth was already very much not like other webcomics, not even just because of the suggestion box feature, but because of its style of having image and text... Mm-hmm. Like not having like characters speaking within panels themselves, but having a shot of what was happening in action and then a narrative description of what was happening in the scene like trying a lot of it were came a lot of that comes from jailbreak jailbreak, which was emulating the style of a point and click adventure game
0: yeah which it ends up being like half novella half half comic Mm. if you
1: think back to like zork style you are in a room you're facing east there is a flask on the floor Mm -hmm. It, it it started out trying to emulate that in jailbreak along with like writing and jokes in into that into that part of it but as as you go into problems so if you add more actual narrative exposition and character uh character stuff into that section so you're a you're able to get a lot into the comic without actually uh expanding the scope of the comic too much so if if you take a more traditional narrative webcomic I'll, I'll, one, one of the webcomics that i still read to this day which was which had been running for several years by the time that Homesuck even started is Gunnar Creek Court by Tom Siddell. and that is a single page three times a week, and on that page you'll have like five or six panels and so a conversation would between two characters could take
0: the entire three page.
1: three or th- like a month to a month a month to to progress, oh, because
0: yeah. oh, okay. because that's you're a having a back and forth
1: from panel to panel, right? So in in Homestuck, you can have one panel that is a character doing something, and then you can have the conversation that they're having having during those events underneath that panel, and that's one page that represents like that entire conversation. Yeah. So uh... by using that format, you're able to stuff a lot more into the comic, than you could via traditional means.
0: I would ask: Is it worth stuffing all of that into the comic in all instances? I would say, based on these first four hundred and forty pages, no, 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 no. Well, it it might become it. But it isn't I don't want right to. Sp-
1: I don't want to speak for everyone who is in who is like consumed Homestuck. I, I use the word consumed because. <laughs> Because, it's like because it feels a meal that way and at the end, are yeah.
0: very full,
1: very <laughs> much so. The, the 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 character interactions are a, is a lot of what make what makes it. Like the, a lot, of, there are plenty of people who enjoy the plot of Homestuck, like the general arc of the narrative, but for for many other people those conversations between characters that end up not really being quote unquote about anything or progressing any like greater plot thing but are just two two characters bouncing off one another and revealing more about themselves in the process those those are some of the high points of the comic i
0: feel you're making me regret this even more saying that the Sorry. Like, well,
1: yeah, no, yes. There, there is plenty. There is plenty. There is plenty to like about the comic, and there's plenty to not like about the comic. Some of the worst parts of the comic are conversations between characters. Like, if you if, like. The uncontroversial, like the uncontroversially good stuff about the comic, like the music and and some of the more uh, more grandiose animations in it, like they're, they're e- because everyone kind of just agrees on that stuff. There's no discussion around it, as it were. Mm. But
0: but regardless, like the the big ambitious thing or the big change from. Uh, The standard experience here is uh, that Homestuck doesn't just use the artist, the artist, uh, well, the art panels, not artist, uh, as the sole restriction for the story that it's writing. It goes beyond it, incorporating technology like flash animation, so it's no longer stills, but also goes beyond it in terms of boundaries as well, uh, using long conversations that go beyond what can be fit inside of a panel. Um, mm. so th- there's a few innovations here and there and when you mount those on top of Hussie's already existing innovations uh, such as having music in his comics did Problem mm. Soothe have music?
1: Problem Sooth had no music at all no okay so new and innovation here then as fu- and as far as I remember any animation that happened in Problem Soothe was like GIFs of like two or three Panels alternating, that sort Mm. of animation. And I may even be misremembering that, that the vast majority of problems with is still monochromatic images.
0: Yeah, basically what I'm getting at here is that uh, Hussey's going for something very different, very big, very bold here. Uh, He's he's breaking a lot of the conventions and rules about what a webcomic is.
1: It's full multimedia. They're... Mm -hmm uh and it doesn't it doesn't start off hugely ambitious like you you've said yourself you the first main animated section, like pseudo interactive animated section of the comic, you don't think is particularly good the the first strife that oh, John the first strife his I dad. thought you were talking
0: about um the the point and click bit then no 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 well that's the interactive section in terms of the animation i imagine at the time it would have actually been quite mind-blowing i guess to have it in a web comic at the least Mm. but
1: But even within this this stretch of pages we have a direct comparison because we have that fight with john where there where he basically just tried like Very, very uh, basic animation, tries to hit his dad with a hammer, blocks with a cake, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You have a direct comparison a few hundred pages on towards the end of this stretch with Rose, when Rose fights her mum. The animation suddenly becomes quite a lot more intricate.
0: Uh, I think that's more a factor of Rose herself being more interesting visually as a character.
1: Well, I, I would I would still say that the effort put the the effort put in and the execution of the animation is straight up better in that second panel.
0: I, there's also experience to be factored in, but anyway. Yes. Um, no, absolutely. What what I've got to say here is uh, the only thing I don't think is particularly impressive about the strives is just because well there were flash animations that were far more complex than oh Ram yes, yeah, they, but they'd be entire games on their own. Like uh right. obviously there is more of impressive stuff. But there is at the same time uh a flash animation section in this four hundred and forty page slice which I do think is impressive, which is the point and mm. click adventure section. The, the where point you're going and click through. adventure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and and I imagine like I, I wasn't so I, I came into Homestuck at uh, towards the end of Act Four. So I wasn't around live when when this was all happening. But I have to imagine, you talked about mind, like things that would be mind-blowing. I imagine having a point-and-click adventure section appear in a webcomic probably would have been the big, like, I can't believe you can even do this. Like, you've, you've put a game in your comic that's wild.
0: Yeah, I imagine that would have been a reaction back then. Mm. Right now, my reaction is, how long... Did you work on that for while, contemporaneously working on all the other panels that came out before <laughs> it? Like how uh, so, much time yes. was put into these these bits here? Uh, so, um- well i
1: i can I can tell you, like, towards the end of the comic where he's working on like the massive climactic stuff, he would he would drop he would stop working on the comic for months at a time to like coordinate the stuff because. You're, at that point, you're, you're working, like, he has to sync everything with these, these audi- he, he's putting together, like, musical suites with the music team to cover this entire length of animation, and he's syncing everything with the animation, and he's getting in all these guest artists to do little bits of the animation as well. So he, the, the, at, at the start, he probably, probably was able to work contemporaneously, uh like in his spare time like he he'd probably be doing a couple of panels a day and then work a bit on the next big thing that he had coming up Mm -hmm. because like the the pace of homestuck in the early days was insane we're gonna we're gonna reach a, a point where there is it's going to say this is the end of the first year of homestuck and you're gonna be like oh that many panels in a year oh okay
0: yeah, I, I can already like, say you, you, like you, this is going to get an insane clip to do four hundred odd pages in one year. He's done more than that, obviously, because he's not said that yeah. yet. He's done many more. Mm. Like and and it, it's and it's
1: also really impressive that he that even early on he managed to uh, get all of this collaboration stuff uh especially with the music on board so quickly. Because he, he pro he pr- was probably having these conversations during the end of Problem Soup. Like he 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 I imagine he wrote out like an outline for the early parts of Homestuck while he was writing Problem Sleuth and had conversations with with people in the music sub-forum of Emma Spade Adventures about about starting this up. But even so, to to have to have these these musicians like come up with these these elements and to be able to incorporate them as early into the comic as he did shows a, a degree of forethought.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was planning. There was a concept that he was putting down here,
1: and and I have to say, like it'll, it'll mean nothing to you now, but but people listening who have read Homestuck. Will likely agree he seeds so many like important plot points very early on, and looking back at it, it is genuinely impressive that he managed to do that uh, and, it, and it
0: remains to be seen. I might contend that wafi's not seeding as much as well returning? that's. that's...
1: So that's the that's the contention, because there are some things that are definitely ad hoc. There are some things that he definitely never intended to be important and just wrote into the story because he felt like it would be a funny idea. But there are also things that are so specifically like point like they they the attention would not be drawn to them in the way that they were. And that without him having having the end of that plot line already considered.
0: Well, it's, it's like he, the, the germ thing. Uh, so George R. R. Martin... <laughs> you can't just say Gurm. Yeah, the germ thing, you know. Um, like, he contends that he doesn't actually plan out his stories at all, but when you read them, it doesn't seem like that. Like he just contends that what how he writes his stuff, and I wish the person mm. above me would stop fucking walking about. Um, he contends. I, ca- that, I can't hear it. Don't worry. Thank God I can't. I can feel it. <laughs> Never mind. here. it. Um, he he contends that the way he approaches his stories is that he 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 just makes the characters bump into each other. They say things. Uh, the impart lore and ideas to each other (laughs) and that sort of becomes the story as he's like "What, what would make sense to do next based off of what has has just happened rather than being like we're going to go from point a to point z uh it's
1: it's interesting that you say that because i i feel like andrew hussey takes the first part of that, like having characters bump into each other and share like lore and stuff, but he doesn't follow through with the and then the thing that makes sense to happen happens part mm. of that equation.
0: Well, yeah, so far he's done the let's do the thing that makes the least possible coherent sense, uh, but that might be because of the fan interaction.
1: <laughs> um, uh, uh, I, 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 I would say judging by the entirety of homestuck that's that's just how hussie constructs an ongoing narrative so the way the way i remember he said it at the time that homestuck was ending is that from the beginning he knew how he wanted homestuck to end but you very you very much get the impression i feel that he 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 completely lost the way to get there,
0: yeah, at lost some point. In the Woods, yeah. Mm.
1: And he, he, like George, George R. R. Martin had famously the, um, uh, it, was it the Mir- it was the Miranese knot? Is it is it that how he described the Danny plot line where Danny Danny's got all of this stuff going on in Slavers Bay, and he.
0: He had to spend yeah so he, long. He
1: realised he couldn't get her out of it in a narratively coherent way without spending an entire book
0: mm. on it. Like he has, he has like the original draft plan, which has his ideas for an ending uh, in it already. Like he sent that to a friend; it's like stuck to their wall. Um, mm. So like he clearly had an A to Z, but the path to Z was not straight. Um like he he was more about like we bump into each other until we find Z, whereas it sounds like you're not saying this is how Hussy does it. But it remains to be seen. We'll we'll keep reading. I hmm. might come to a different conclusion than you
1: Yeah no I'm I'm not I'm not in any way saying that Hussey and Martin are like one-to-one comparable like in terms of like actually, narrative style, but actually Pussy
0: is currently writing The Winds of Winter. winter. <laughs> That's why it's taken so long. Um <clears throat> so we I, I do wanna actually move us on the conversation a tiny bit. You mentioned music before. you, you said it's mm. a big interactive multimedia experience. You didn't actually say that. You said something slightly different and paraphrase.
1: Close enough, close enough.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, a big part of it is is the music. There's a lot of love for the music. Tell me a bit about the musicians here. Like, uh... Ooh.
1: Well, so uh, as, uh, as I said, the MS Paint Adventures Forum had sub-forums on it, one of which was a music sub-forum just for people to discuss the music that they they were making in their spare time. And then at some point before the start of Homestuck, Hussie must have reached out to them and had conversations about starting some sort of music endeavour for the comic itself. So there... I I don't know exactly how to address that because there are a lot there are a lot of names involved, mm-hmm. and I Let's, don't want to I don't want to conspicuously leave anyone out because they all deserve credit in their own way. I but mean, they they I, have
0: credit in in the credits on the oh, album absolutely you, you can buy and you yes yeah, for all their credit they do not just get credit. It seems like mm. they get money they get money from the albums. It seems like from, from,
1: yeah. yeah from bandcamp sales yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, so. What, what what i mean is i don't if i say specific names here there are a lot of names that i probably aren't saying that deserve just as much credit because they specifically because there are certain uh artists that write like short pieces of music for homestead early on that get remixed by other artists a lot and later on the original person Would would bear like not do anything else for the entirety of Homestuck, but their initial contribution would be spun out. Yeah, the motif would be
0: recycled. The the motif would go
1: like a long, long way. There's there's a specific motif where um, called Doctor uh, that appears that becomes like a huge motif for one of the characters, popping up all over the place. And I I I'm not aware of the person who wrote Doctor Who's. Bazinski. Let me just let me just look up the. I gotta say it's the, William Bazinski here. <laughs> I think it might actually like be Bazantski or. Uh, sorry, give me a second. This is this is bad radio.
0: Uh don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I don't think you need to give the exact credit. Um, Boozing Buz- Kai.
1: Boozing Kai. was the artist behind behind Doctor and. Uh, yeah no they they do four songs in the early part of homestuck. then they disappear for ages before coming back to do a couple of songs in the very last albums of homestuck like the the kind of like um curtain call album mm. so like they 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 were a massive contributor to like the the motif setting of homestuck but then didn't play that much of a role whereas there are also names that crop up a lot like that have their hands in a huge amount of the the music whether by introducing like original stuff or by remixing so as previously mentioned we have toby fox of Mm -hmm. undertale fame
0: the biggest Ew. name? Uh, no, he's not of Undertale fame. He's of Yik fame uh, from that one song he did for <laughs> for Yik. Uh, it's not even a good good song in the Yik game. Uh, this is Carl in post. I'm just here to say I was wrong as fuck. This song is actually really good. Listen. Well.
1: And, uh... That, that he also did that one song for Pokemon. Oh That's yeah, that, yeah. He
0: has like a. He,
1: he had a battle theme yeah. in um, Sword and Shield, so it it it's wild to think that like Toby Fox started out as like this forums guy, the homestuck ended up living like the 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 myth slash legend is that he uh, co- wrote and coded... Uh, Undertale, while living in Hussey's basement. because because he because he couldn't afford he couldn't afford to live anywhere at the time so and and Hussey was loaded off that that homesuck
0: money What, so, he <laughs> so put him he, up he, in he, the basement not in a regular so he, room he, <laughs> like, no but <laughs> I like but you the way not that much the way it's
1: always been phrased is living in his basement but it may it may not have actually been the basement. But no, yeah. so, so Toby Fox got his start in, in Homestuck. Mm-hmm. Um other other major musical artists I say major musical artists, like top forty hit makers, but uh but people people who worked on a lot of Homestuck music. There's Clark Powell, there's Michael Guy Bowman, there's Mark Hadley, there's Alexander Rossetti, uh and all the like James Roach. James James Roach did maybe my favourite song in the greater Homestuck like Ouvre shout out shout out to him. But yeah, no, there a, a lot of these people contributed home music to Homestuck for the entirety and are still contributing music to Homestuck projects. Uh, Hive Swap Act 2, the second part of the much troubled Homestuck video game. Uh, Someday I'll find it. out what Hive Swap is. I don't know what Hive Swap we, is yet. We, we are not going to talk about the aftermath of Homestuck until this podcast is over. And th- This is, I guess, a disclaimer to listeners who have read Homestuck and potentially read any of the Homestuck errata. We are not going to be discussing Homestuck in the context of the Homestuck epilogues, Homestuck 2 or PesterQuest. None of those are coming up. We're not going to discuss any any plot events that become relevant from those. So do not shout at me about certain things that I do not mention. Fraser over it's here not is, relevant.
0: It's declaratively saying end of Evangelion is not canon. It ends with 26.
1: Buddy, we can have this we can have this conversation like our final, if 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 we reach up the final episode of this podcast and you desperately want to read the homestuck <laughs> epilogs, we can have the conversations. <laughs> but for now, we're not touching it.
0: <laughs> uh, are they like the rebuilds of it? Is that what they are? I
1: they're more controversial, a lot more wrong- controversial than the rebuilds. They're not. They're not thematically like the rebuilds. Like if, if you're getting at like the main conceit of the rebuilds, no, it's not like that. But they are controversial in the way that the con- the rebuilds are controversial.
0: I'm not but even sure that spi- the rebuilds that- were supposed to have that central. Concept of what it became. I think it
1: well no because the very the very first shot of the rebuilds is of the ocean being blood red, Carl. So I think it was always the intention. Mm. And and this is a this not not to not to make this into an Evangelion podcast all of a sudden, Look. but there are also other Evangelion side projects that use the same thematic framework like the um the uh raising games the, the shinji raising project games had the same conceits like several years before the rebuilds came
0: I, out I, I, what i'm saying is i don't think it was meant to be as, as central a thing in the way that it becomes okay. where it becomes the driving force of uh like the meta the meta-universe discussion mm. about what this thing is supposed to be. It, right. uh, for context to listeners who have not seen Rebuild of Evangelion, it's it's a remake of the show, but it's a remake in a way that is knowingly different from its origin point in a referential way where it's implied in-universe that they are related to each other as a sort of cycle Mm. or as an alternate universe some sort of thing like that Mm. and what I'm saying is that I I don't think it was supposed to be that self-knowing part, originally. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: The the point I'm making though, is that the Homestuck errata is very controversial and conflicts with in many ways with the actual main body of text of Homestuck, so for the purposes of this podcast we're not talking about it
0: uh, the one question i do have about the Arata is is that also hussie or is that other people
1: parts of it are hussie hussie wrote um the first part of hive swap i'm not sure how much of the second part of hive swap he wrote because at that point he's pretty much checked out of the entire thing he claimed he <laughs> claims controversial, to controversial
0: have... even he dipped
1: Th- for real no no seriously <laughs> like uh, well homestuck 2 that's that's the real that's the real problem one. so home homestuck 2 hussey claims to have submitted the story frame like the bare bones story frame to it and then immediately bounced from that um I don't think Hussey. I think Hussey wrote one chapter of Pesterquest, or maybe two chapters of the fourteen chapters of Pesterquest, and the rest of that is written by other writers. Um, And he wrote uh, a fair bit of the epilogues, but also parts of the epilogues were written by other writers. So, um, but I don't want to say that. Those, but I'm. I i do not want to say that the problems with any of those in particular are not Hussey's fault because he wasn't fully uh, associated with them. In fact, some of the major problems are very much Hussey's fault. Yeah, it's like, not not necessarily an absence of ideas. Hussey.
0: And there aren't people banging on the door being like, "Where's the Hussey in here?" Yeah, that and sounds bit weird. I, I don't want to, to make it here.
1: sound like I hate all of the errata either. Like, um, I've mentioned PesterQuest a few times, one of the the Homestuck sequel video games, which is basically just a text adventure sequel to it. And there are parts of PesterQuest that I really, really like. They're really well-written props to the people who who wrote those specific sections. There are also sections of PesterQuest. Absolute dog shit. Hate those <laughs> Negative props to people who wrote those <laughs> sections. It's a mixed bag. But there, there's stuff to like there. It's just it's not relevant to the main body of Homestuck. We're 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 calling Homestuck what it was from page one to the the the, the end page, and that's it.
0: Yeah, like page eight thousand, whatever. Eight thousand in
1: X, yeah. Yeah.
0: Speaking of the pages. How is it we're getting access to these? Flash is is dead. Has been dead for multiple years. You cannot get a Flash to work in a browser anymore. The the,
1: the Homestuck website is a, a graveyard of of mismanagement at this point. Yes,
0: it's very uh, depressing to look at, because, having seen actual Homestuck. Yeah.
1: because as as part of the bids to get Homestuck physically published in. Uh, graphic novel form, Hussey sold the publication rights to Viz Media. And when Viz Media took over the website, they gutted all of the Flash animation out of it and replaced it with incredibly poor quality YouTube videos, which uh, the issues with those raise, range from, for the basic Flash animations, the videos just being low-quality uh, and for the shorter Flash animations, them being just, like, five-second YouTube clips. Sometimes, the, I think some some of them even have pre-roll ads on them. So you'll be <laughs> reading the Red <laughs> Web comic, and then you'll get an ad, an ad before you can watch John beat up his dad.
0: <laughs> an ad before those threatens to commit suicide. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and that's that's the most basic of the issues. The worst issues are for the interactive sections, like the point and click adventure that you mentioned. They record they record someone playing through those, but they don't do they don't always do everything that you can do in the point and click adventure. So there's content that is just missing at that point. And also they just click through all of the, the dialogue as quickly as possible. So you have to Be like, have the hair trigger on the pause button to be able to make sure that you can actually read everything that's said in those files. So,
0: yeah, it sounds like the task was something given to an intern. Like you're going to sit here and record Homestuck
1: today. They they just churned it out. Yeah, yeah. But Homestuck having the the fan base that it does and the kind of like fervor. To 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 preserve it, they uh, some some kind people that I do not know the names of, and probably don't want to be named because because I I don't know. Uh, there I've, there is a credits section, so there, yeah, there, yeah. But there, you don't yeah, want there, there, There's a list of archivists. Knocking. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so so a, a bunch of archivists put together a downloadable uh clients where you can read homestuck as essentially as it was live on the site as yeah, it was it, coming out
0: it simulates it's, a web browser uh that can... it's not
1: one for one because the ads aren't there the ads that would usually have been on the, the MS Paint adventures uh website as well as the the store link isn't there so you can't the, like the merch is no longer available so so, yeah, that, that's that's gutted out I, of the, the top bar.
0: Mm, I but... would like to talk about the ads in a moment. I want us to keep our finger on that because it's conceptually mm. interesting to me. Um okay. But, the, uh, so yeah, it's, it's basically a simulation of a web browser that can run Flash inside of it. And let me tell you now, I am absolutely beyond bafflement why it is that Viz has not simply sought to make this just just it just purchase this thing ship the things that you do not have the rights to of which there are many i know hmm. uh but just basically sell it as this weird from the ground up original ebook reader it it it, it
1: is like it is strange and i i do not know i do, i do, i don't know the business wheeling dealings and and there's another there's another thing that We didn't. I I didn't mention to you the last time we discussed this. But um, you are you aware at all of the Homestuck Kickstarter?
0: Oh no! No, I heard something about the once having been a Kickstarter. I do not know. Anything about what so, happened with it?
1: So th- this w- this was for the development of the video game, which ended up, ended up being Hive Swap, which mm-hmm. still isn't finished. But that's that's a whole whole other kettle of fish in the in the drama around the the Kickstarter. But that as as Kickstarter isn't really a thing anymore. So for ki- for kids who who never <laughs> back to Kickstarter, God, the idea what that
0: Kickstarter w- isn't a thing anymore. It is. It, p-
1: but well, it's it's not it's not a big thing. It's not it's not the it's not the phenomenon it was at the time. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I guess but, I agree with that. Like, if you were going to launch uh, an independent thing back then, your your entire promotional campaign would be a Kickstarter.
1: Yes, absolutely. And w- so, one of the main features of a Kickstarter would be stretch goals. Mm-hmm. The more money. That you're able to raise in total on the kickstarter the more you'd be potentially able to add in the benefits to the people who contribute to the kickstarter and the homestuck kickstarter was one of the biggest kickstarters in kickstarter history it was 1.8 million dollars i believe was the final total that was raised so there were a lot of stretch goals for that thing and most of the stretch goals were stuff like, oh, we'll do a, a, a new plush of this particular uh, character and that will be available to people who are back at a certain tier. Or we will do we will commission a whole new music album now that we've reached this tier. And all of those were, were fulfilled, pretty much. Uh, but there was one Kickstarter um, stretch goal which ended up not coming to fruition. And that was that for one of the Kickstarter goals, Hussey said that the entire uh, archive of the webcomic, once it was complete, would be put on the USB drive and shipped to backers as an, off- <laughs> as an offline
0: archive. <laughs> Why would, how would that ever remain offline? It seems like a bad idea to do it. Just be
1: well, that's... as a non-USB. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess it was just like a kickstart. Like it was. It the USB was meant to look like the the suburb launch disk. Okay. Like it was a whole. It was. It was a whole like uh, thematic thing. Like you would. You were meant to like be able to plug it into your laptop, and then it would look like it was installing Hub Suburb, and then you'd have HomeStuck on your laptop.
0: Yeah, HomeStuck but... and uh, a malware warning. <laughs> um, yes. So, but, so that
1: never happened but is
0: this post post viz side This
1: was pre viz this pre-vis. was several years
0: pre viz Okay
1: So this that's what the unofficial homestuck collection basically is but it's, not only is the homestuck the unofficial homestuck collection homestuck in a sort of faux web browser it has these kind of strange like video gamey elements to it like state like unlocks mm. like you you unlock access to listen to the albums as you progress through through the story and once you have a completed save file you have like these quote unquote like new game plus things where you're able to access like the spin-off web comic uh, of Homestuck called Paradox Space you're able to get uh, access to the archival version of Namco High. I I don't even know when we're gonna touch Namco High, maybe in the in the halfway episode, because that's that's an
0: entire thing. What the fuck is Namco High? Yeah, okay, it okay like we're, it sounds like the fucking uh the really bad anime that I made you watch. The the bloody But the
1: uh, Fantasy Star Online too? Yeah,
0: the the one where they're in high school and they're in a fucking Sega High School.
1: Oh yes, oh yes. No, it is no, that is it's it was a dating sim commissioned by Namco. About <laughs> what? <laughs> about a high school full of Namco characters that you you arrive as one of the cousins of the prince from Katamari Damacy and you arrive at Namco High School and you get to play a dating sim where you date other Namco characters and Namco outsourced the making the the writing of this partly to Andrew Hussey and How part he of get the deal was in that door? I have absolutely no idea and one of the one of the things that this means is that Namco high has Homestuck characters in it and is part of the Homestuck canon.
0: Can I make John Egbert date, uh, date Mappy? No, J-
1: John is not in it. Oh. Uh, different. There are only there are only a couple of Homestuck characters in them, and you've not met any of them, I'm afraid.
0: Uh is Mappy in it?
1: Mappy, no, Mappy isn't in it. The cop, the cat cop from Mappy is. Oh. Uh, what's what's her name? Mialki. Uh, Meowki is in it. That,
0: don't care. Don't care. It's not Mappy. I,
1: do you want me to go through the uh, the Namco characters no, that you can we, date? We'll, we'll
0: get to it. We'll get <laughs> <You can> to <laughs> it. It's obviously something okay. we're going to have to touch here. Um, right.
1: But no but that's the point. Like that was a like a really bit weird bit of internet errata that was made that was completely taken off the internet by Namco in like 2015, but has been archived as part of this Part of this project, Thank like God. you can play it in this fake web browser now. Thank God, and it's wild. It's it's a wild product, and uh, I'm amazed they put it together. Honestly,
0: um, <clears throat> so this is a free product, by the way. It's how we're choosing to consume Homestuck. A, not...
1: If you if you want to read along, it's probably how you should consume Homestuck as well. Yeah, you, in all honesty,
0: <laughs> you absolutely should not even attempt to read it on the homestuck website i'm sorry if that deprives someone of some income somewhere down the line uh, although at this point since the publication rights have been sold off it's probably more ventiarism um but yes it, uh recommend- so, yes yeah,
1: so, sorry to, sorry to the clowns at Viz media that we're not we're not directing people to your bad websites
0: yes um uh, you, you want to go to the unofficial Homestuck collection. Um, that's, that's the place to be. Uh, but obviously, the thing that you mentioned before is something that the the website, uh, the collection, doesn't attempt to archive, which is the advertisements. Tell me about that. There's and the yeah. community and, and at it would large. be it would
1: be far too much. It would be far too much efforts to to archive any of those ads because it would. I don't even know if old ads show up in the Wayback Machine. I think I, I think I it was. Think
0: you'd need to have the source. You'd need to have the source images right. to try and do it. So you'd need to yeah. be able to so find I, them, which I imagine. I would think be a
1: a, so. I think a lot of that is lost. Like I have seen like screenshots of some of the uh, some of the weirder ads that uh, were on there. Like there there was an ad on the top of Homesup for a while that was just an ad saying "Become a baby" in, <laughs> for, in real life, and it was it like. <laughs> So so yeah, I should I should I should explain. So the ads on Homestuck, like quite a lot of webcomic ads at the time, were run through uh, Project Wonderful, which was a service that lets people like buy on-demand ad space on specific sites, and the prices would scale with traffic. So if you had a popular webcomic, the ads on your front page would be worth more, and. The way the way Homestuck is set up, you get a lot of page views on Homestuck because because like you're reading through panel to panel, so you're reloading each new page. Yeah, so you're and, getting a new ad view at each
0: time. Yeah, and, and each the ad page are is usually just one panel. Like they're, mm. they're not usually multiple panels, at least not yet. Um. So y- so you're, as you're gonna be going through a lot of stuff. Yeah.
1: As Homestuck grew in popularity, the value of the ads understandably shot up. And so there was quite a lot there was quite a lot of ad revenue coming in. But the the thing is, if anyone can buy the ads and your audience grows as as the ads increase the price, eventually there's gonna become a point where people start gaming that system. And start playing with it. So there was a there there was a tipping point in Homestuck's popularity where the ads essentially became in commun- community in jokes. They they were used as a kind of hosting spot to links to like community fan pages or fan comics or sometimes other webcomic artists would specifically draw like the homestuck characters in their style for the ads that they specifically put on the homestuck page and that and that became it. it's all like whole little ecosystem for a while so into in terms of like income streams for homestuck there were lot. there were there was the ads there was the music sales and there was the merch sales so H- Hussy made bank yeah. off, of- off of Homestuck.
0: And Mr. that's before bank. he sold publication rights.
1: And that was before, we- yeah, that's before he sold it to Viz, yeah.
0: Mm. Uh, by the way, a uh, quick question about the, uh, th- you mentioned he sold it to Viz, yeah. they mm. You mentioned physical media.
1: Yeah. So uh, Homestuck has the first half of homestuck has been published in physical volumes i believe it's in 6 hardcovers uh act 1 and act 2 i believe is a single hardcover act 3 is a act 3 and intermission is a single hardcover act 4 is a hardcover and then act 5 is split into i believe three hardcovers. So yeah, that would be six hardcovers in total.
0: Um, uh, so one and, thing I know is that books do not support Flash animation. <laughs> uh, or music! <laughs> yeah, uh, how, how would that work?
1: So all of the Flashes were replaced by a montage of images of the Flashes, which, I don't know, I, I've, I've not looked at these. So I can't say whether it's actually... actually, That sounds like a (sighs) cop-out. It does sound like a cop-out. It sounds like the main draw for anyone who cares about Homestuck to have anything to do with the hardcovers is that there is director's commentary from Andrew Hussey in there. like in the page margins, he has like, author's notes. Mm. Which which i i if you if you're like a completionist would probably be something but yeah i i i i don't i don't know why they bothered with the physical publication there was also a physical publication of the homestuck epilogues which makes more sense because it's entirely text based but also, doesn't make sense from like a money-making perspective yeah. because you're you're reaching out to a very limited audience by publishing the the end matter of a home, uh, of a comic this long in I, physical form.
0: I imagine the purpose of it is to just have something like for the audience that is is to yes, buy it so it, you can put it on a shelf mm, in the because, background
1: because because because. Uh, Especially because the, the, there is a gimmick to the uh, hardcover version of the, the, the physical release of the epilogue, which is that it's a two-sided book. It reads to the middle, in both directions, from both ends.
0: Oh god, why?
1: Because there are two epilogues.
0: That's awful. That's
1: awful, and 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 again, we're not going to discuss why there are two epilogues mm. and what the significance of that is until by the end of this podcast. But the, yeah, the book is set up in so that you hold it in one way, like left, reading left to right, and it's one of the epilogues, and then you flip the entire book, and then it's the other epilogue. Hmm. Mm.
0: Um. You mentioned also uh author notes uh. Do want to quickly ask? Um, a lot of webcomics back in the day, the way they would display author notes would be hover over text. You'd leave uh, them yes, out all, outside all or,
1: text. Yes, yeah, alt text. Uh, so
0: did uh, Homestuck have that?
1: I do. I, I, I'm almost certain it did not. I okay. do. I do not remember there ever being any any author text. Oh. I I may have completely memory hold there being author text, but I. I believe if there was author text, it would be a lot. I, it would be famous enough for me to be aware of literally anything that came up in the author text.
0: Mm. What, what is it you're calling it? Uh,
1: the the, the uh, alt text.
0: Alt text, okay. I, I wasn't yeah. sure if I'd said the right term for it before. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I just remember that you could just leave the mouse hovering over images on a lot of old mm. webcomics and you'd be like, Two thousand words of what the joke (laughs) actually means. You'd be like, Jesus fucking Christ! Right? Yes, yeah.
1: So I believe Penny—that was Penny Arcade—did that specifically, if I remember. Mm. But there were also other webcomics which would include like a secret extra joke in the alt text. Yeah, yeah, like a second punchline.
0: Yeah. Um. So what What else is there to say about the the community that's sort of built up around Homestuck? Obviously you've got them <laughs> funneling money into this thing, buying mm. ad space to sell nothing at all yeah um like I, where does it go I, like so
1: i I do plan on us having like another episode at the halfway point of the comic where we discuss uh the community and their like actual outputs. In more detail, just because uh, you ca- you can't really interact with a lot of that stuff because of because of the amount that just wouldn't make sense to you having not read any of the comic yet. Like you would you would get you would just be confused. Yeah, by I,
0: I couldn't look at the fan art. There would be characters any, that I don't even of... recognize. Exactly. I'd be like, oh, that's famous famous homesick character. Dogman, and I'm
1: like... You know Carcat. You know the name Carcat. Yeah, I
0: don't want to say an actual character name, because if I said something that isn't actually a character's name, now it turns out later to be a character, I'd I'd feel very proud about that. (laughs) To have made up a random name, Dogman. I I
1: can assure you that Dogman does not appear later in Stuck. Yeah. But we, while while we can't really talk about the the output of the fan community, I guess we can briefly talk about ju- fa- fandom as a concept. Yeah, was yeah. was kind of nascent at the start of Homestuck because like internet internet communities. At the, I don't I don't know when Tumblr first started becoming a big thing, and it was like
0: twenty ten ish twenty ten to twenty
1: twelve right. So I th- I think maybe Homestuck might have been one of the first big internet fandoms. Like if 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 people think about fandoms these days they'll think about obviously like the big three which would be like Supernatural, Doctor Who and Sherlock. Those are the ones that 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 everyone is aware of there being huge fan communities for. But there, there was a time on Tumblr where you could not, not be exposed to Homestuck for how much Homestuck, the home, how much the Homestuck fandom existed in that space.
0: Mm. And uh, so, I- I'm going to disagree with you quickly, just because I used Tumblr in like two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. Right, so um, that would I be
1: did- before Homestuck was big.
0: Okay, okay. Well, of course, Which yeah, 2008, start- yeah, it starts in 2009. Yeah. It like, it starts
1: in 2009.
0: I remember uh, starting a Tumblr exclusively to show a girl who I liked how to use Tumblr, <laughs> uh, and then never using it myself after the first week, because all of the hmm. posts on it were people posting, like, self-harm images. It was oh, fucking right. terrible. Oh, yeah, but we're- and we're not.
1: I, I I do not want to get into litigating like the bad elements of Tumblr. Yeah, like,
0: yeah. That, yeah, like that, that's just a site where the community gathered outside of MS Paint Adventures. It mm. was a, a a nexus.
1: But th- there is there is a point in like Homestuck starts in April of two thousand nine, mm-hmm. and there is a point. I I I want to say. Probably in late 2010, where Homestuck like blows up. It's a it's it's around the end of Act Four and the start of Act Five, and this is some may say coincidentally, some may say not coincidentally, around when the trolls become a major part of Homestuck, and that is that is the the main thing that hooked a lot of people in fandom spaces to Are Homestuck. you
0: saying I've got to wait until Act 4 to finally find out what the fuck a Homestuck troll is? No. Okay. Because got- that's
1: not when they're introduced, that's just when they become a major part of the story.
0: Okay. I was afraid but- then that like I, I had to go all this time to, to actually know about the one thing I have heard about from <laughs> Homestuck.
1: Hmm. But, so, like, a major part of, like, fan interaction in those spaces with Homer Stoke was the concept of, like, a fan troll. Because trolls were introduced in such a way that it was very easy to create your own original character. Like, you were given, like, basically this free framework to say, hey, these are the tools you need to create a character in this in this, like, setting that is unique to you, essentially. Well, yeah, it's circles, some
0: eyes, and some horns, and you'd be like a grey colour.
1: And it'd be very easy to draw, like very easy to create a a character creation tool based on Homestuck assets for. So that was what a lot of people would do.
0: You you might say. I, I, I did that for our Discord channel logo. You might say that. I went through, like, 20 different ones. There were so many.
1: And and this is something that is. I don't want to say it's, it was unique to Homestuck, but it was it was a part of Homestuck that wasn't really a part of a lot of other fandoms. Like if you think about like the way that you can self insert into a lot of properties, the most you ever really got was like the Harry Potter model of self insert, which was like. What is your house? Like here is one of four character archetypes that you could be. Pick the one that you're going to be.
0: Oh, I'm gonna go what? with the, the regular person character archetype. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, could do, do you want to be
1: a do you want to be a regular person, a nerd, a boring person, or evil? Those are the four archetypes.
0: But, I'm gonna but go homes- with the blue collar job archetype. <laughs> the the but, destiny but, of the Hufflepuff.
1: But with the, then with with Homestuck, Homestuck added enough like character elements where I I I can't do the math off the, off the top of my head, but it was, it's probably about twelve squared iterations of character archetypes you can create in in terms of Homestuck trolls. So. That's that's 144, isn't it? Twelve squared.
0: I, I'm not a maths guy, but yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't get what you mean with character archetypes here. If you if you've come up we'll, with an actual number and you think that is an accurate reflection, and it's not an insane amount of number, uh, insane number. That, so, but that's 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 not. That's
1: not getting into the ways you can customize the appearance of your character. That's just like the background of your character. When I say character archetypes, like the things that would def- like, again, this is this is stuff that's probably better to go into when it comes in up halfway or... in yeah. the halfway episode where you know the things that I'm referring to, so that I don't have to be as cagey. But yeah, like. There, there are there are elements of the of the design that are that seem custom made to being able to just like come up with your own take on it.
0: Okay, uh, just just for uh, disclosure here, uh, uh, without spoiling it at all, is the Jarvis Cocker uh, home troll I made uh, an accurate reflection uh, based on these apparent archetypes. I mean, ac- who's I,
1: um. I, I don't have access to the to the high definition. I should uh, version of it off the top of my hand, but well, it, it, it's hard to say. Like the the thing, the thing is, the horns can be whatever you want them to be. There's no rules about how the horns can look. Uh, and I think the clothing is lore accurate, but I can't actually tell through through the the icon that I have here. But it look it looks it looks reasonable enough as as fan trolls go.
0: There you go. There you oh, go.
1: Oh yeah, no, he, he yeah. Okay, so that guy is not wearing um, like the the standard troll clothing, so it's not really. Possible yeah. to tell of from a glance.
0: I've got a false, false Cocker troll here.
1: But, but based based on his clothing, you can assume things about him that are integral to his character. If that that won't make much sense to you, but no, it doesn't. Like,
0: uh, but would it fit the Jarvis Cocker?
1: I suppose so. Like sort of. Yeah. Okay. Let, let, let's go with it. Like <laughs> again, maybe, maybe maybe we can maybe we can. It, the, you have to remember, the listener at home can't see. Yeah, this they
0: image. can't see it. They can't see it. So wherever it goes, I'm gonna have to post a fucking link to this picture of a bad Jarvis cocker troll. Or some, well, not automatically manually generated from one of five thousand Homestuck troll generator systems. Mm.
1: But to get back to the the point at yeah, hand, yeah, yeah. the fan the fandom of Homestuck is is a beast. It, well it was a beast at this point it's 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 taken so many kickings at this point it, it's it, ba- it barely exists anymore especially especially with with developments in recent years surrounding homestuck a lot a lot of people just can't find the energy to defend it anymore as as an ongoing project but in its heyday the fandom was large, it was passionate, it was creative, it was overbearing at times, it was absolutely cringe yeah, in, a like, lot of, in a lot of ways.
0: The most remarkable which... uh, community I have ever seen. Uh, and that whole community moved lock and stock over to Undertale the moment that happened and that became the same I wouldn't say the whole community but yes there there was by and large because
1: Undertale came out a year before the end of Homestuck so Homestuck was winding down at Mm. that point Toby Fox had a lot of goodwill within the Homestuck community so the earlier definitely the early adopters of Undertale were all Homestuck fans uh I, oh, I know. Is I think that- I think the home the Undertale fandom definitely inflated beyond the scope of Homestuck. Like there were plenty of people who played Undertale yeah, yeah, yeah. and got really into Undertale that were never Homestuck fans.
0: Let, let me reframe it a bit. The most painful zealots of Undertale were also clearly mm. the most painful zealots of Homestuck. Mm.
1: And we 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 should. Y- you don't like Undertale.
0: I, uh, it's, it's a long time ago that I played it. I may have misjudged it at the time. I didn't like it, but I I didn't like a lot of the way it was written uh, that I'd seen. That's and, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I also didn't like the, the, the approaches to gameplay, and I didn't think they were particularly interesting or novel, hmm. but again, it's like you're talking about what that was like twenty fifteen? It was twenty
1: fifteen. Yeah. yeah, and and it, it's 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 all Toby's own work. Mm. Uh, apart apart from the small collaborations by Temi and I think there was another collaborator, but I can't think of the top of my oh um, Everdread who did um, uh, Everdred, the yeah, fi- did. The, fi- the final boss uh, uh, design. Mm. But yeah, no that that that. Undertale was Toby's project, and and good on Toby for for having like all of the goodwill to to boy Undertale in those early days because you, you've not heard any of Toby's uh, Homestuck music yet, but I think I think a lot of people would agree that some of the some of the most iconic moments in Homestuck from a musical standpoint are Toby Fox. Mm. Works. That's that's, that's the not, one uh, that's thing not, I,
0: I do know for sure about mm. him is that he is integral to the experience. You can't really have it without also having him you, as well.
1: You, as you, you, yes, you probably could not have Homestuck without Toby Fox, and that's not to downplay the work of the other, the other musicians that worked on Homestuck. It's just that Toby Fox's style of like pe- people who who have played played uh, Undertale and read Homestuck could could say like yeah that you can see a lot you can see a lot of homestuck in in undertale's music
0: yeah it's it's shared artistic vision and in, vice in versa. ways yes yeah. yeah yeah um so yeah like the the community um, aggressively cringe uh, the most cringe but, the most easily and, but, bullied...
1: But, but to, to to be generous, a lot of communities were cringe.
0: Uh, there's communities, but there's, f- like, uh, uh, this is a, a Carl-exclusive dividing line here, but for me, this is what helps uh, figure out wh- whether it is cringe or not, is when it evolves from being a community to being a fandom. Something that, goes from identifying itself as a bunch of people who mutually like a thing to a group of people who exist exclusively to like the thing yes. and talk about liking the thing which is which is a bit ironic
1: considering we here in 2023 are recording a homesick podcast but
0: yeah but we're doing it in a, a different way we're doing it in a
1: we i i'd i'd like to think we're going to take a bit of an academic approach
0: to yeah, this yeah we're going to be very intertextual over here and
1: and and i like cards on the table and and i suppose we're getting to the point of of wrapping up here i should probably i should probably get into my relationship yeah, with Homestuck yeah. and why I, why i'm even here is the thing okay because <laughs> yeah so I, I was introduced it to Homestuck in, like I said, around the end of Act Four, and this is, this is where it was blowing up. Like, I had, I had some, some friends who, who when we were together at one point were talking about, like, oh, did you see, did you see the, the update today? Like, it, 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 it was a three minute long animation. Like, it's, it's crazy. And I was like, "Hey, what what are you talking about? Like, oh, it's it's this it's this web comic." And, no, you you said there was there was an animation. Oh yeah, no, that it's 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 the end the end of the act, and and the the author's done this like huge like like game changing animation to go with it. and I was like, "Oh, cool, I'll, I'll check it out." And similar to you, I read the the first part of Act One, and I was like, "Now nah, this is shit. I I, I want <laughs> nothing to do with this." <laughs> I, Absolute <laughs> garbage. <laughs> uh. and, and so, I, uh, a few months go by, and I start seeing more and more people talking about it because this is this is going into like the big inflation of the fan base that happened around Act Five when the trolls started being introduced. And I was I was like, uh, okay, I guess I guess I'll read it then because this was also a point in my life where. I I had I, I I had a lot of time on my hands a lot and and the the, the impetus to just sit around all day, basically just wasting my time. So this was why not?
0: And... this was
1: two thousand and ten to two thousand eleven. This so not not to get too personal, but this was this was the second year at university uh, for okay. me. And I was redoing the year because I had failed a few modules in the first year for mental health reasons. Mm -hmm. So I had about four to five lectures, uh, hours of lectures a week for the academic year. Yeah, that's
0: not a lot. So yeah, you've got hands, you've got three hands to do this.
1: Yeah, and I was in a bad place mentally. So, what better to do than just sit around reading a webcomic all day? So, so the, I I use that as kind of like a jumping off point to read Homestuck, and uh, I I got I got caught up with it by about uh, towards the end of Act Five, which anyone who's listening who's read Homestuck will know is is like the halfway point, and that's where. A lot of people will say that is around where *Homestuck* is like at its creative peak. Like a lot, there is there is a lot of like the best moments are around that point. A lot of the the best like character beats and the the big like show stopping animation and music piece, which is the end of Act Five, is is that I became current About three months before that point so i feel i feel like i got lucky becoming current at the point that i did because i got to experience specifically that part of homestuck firsthand the problem is though with that being the peak of homestuck is that it was all down the hill from there at least in my opinion
0: (laughs) Yeah, you've got the uh, the waterfall that is the best of it, just like a, a crash. And,
1: and that's not to say that everything in the latter half of Homestuck is bad, because there there are definitely things to like in that in that part. But I will say that a lot of it, a lot of reading Homestuck between two thousand and twelve and two thousand and sixteen was just reading it. For the sake of seeing it through to the end, yeah, you, no, you've, n-
0: you've got investment. You you still want to know what's going on, yeah, yeah. Because at,
1: because at that point, I I'd read fully half of what the comic would end up being, mm-hmm. so I, I had committed enough at that point to be bought in, and also like I re I really liked the music, like I I at at that point I I was I listened to like all of the albums that were out at that point and like really enjoyed the music. So I still felt like supporting supporting it just to be able to like see the new music come in and see see the the see the big new animations. And even if I wasn't really enjoying like the the moment to moment beats of Homestuck anymore. I still, I still liked the feeling of being like immersed in that, and the way, the way Homestuck is, is structured towards the end of it. There were there were moments where like you were checking in on characters, and those and those moments, especially when it was like checking in with characters that I had really got to like in the first half. It, there, there was a catharsis in those moments it was like oh like what a relief i've i've spent all of this time with characters i i really i really just don't like like yeah, yeah i i, being I find back fundamentally the ones you do like yeah. like it's like oh i get to i get to hang out with like and and not i i guess like card again cards on the table like one of my favorite characters in homestuck is dave and throughout like throughout Homesuck, even even in the like the darkest moments of Homesuck in terms of I feel like it's general narrative quality, Dave is like a beacon to me. Like every every time Dave shows back up again, I'm like, thank God, it's Dave. Dave 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 is a port in the storm. Dave is Dave is I can relate to to Dave in in just being here. So mm-hmm. It that that's that was like a positive in those moments, and then like yeah, you get you get towards the end of Homestuck, and you there is a there was a feeling in the Phantom at the time like you're you're spinning the wheels here. A lot of this has obviously got out of out of Andrew Hussey's control. It doesn't seem like he's he's really into it yeah, anymore. He, like he, Bernie he, he goodwill, he,
0: I guess. With, he with he was audience. burnt. He was,
1: he, yeah. And sometimes it felt like he was burning the goodwill deliberately. Like he he has been fairly candid in recent interviews that he just doesn't like Homestuck fans. And there's there's part of me that can't blame him, but that there's also part that yeah, but there's also part of it where it's like part of it's it's your fault, kind of. The you encourage you, there there were times where you were just encouraging bad behavior. And you probably don't want to admit it, but you are as m- as much of a problem in Homestuck as you are not a problem and as much as he as much as Andrew Hussey would want to distance himself from homestuck he can't he it it will always be his opus whether he likes it or not just because just because of how far he took it, just because of the he could A thing I have always said to myself is that Homestuck could have ended about where I caught up with it. It could have ended halfway through. And it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been like narratively complete in the way you would say a series of books could be narratively complete. But there's, I feel like. There comes an a there comes a time in a lot of people's life where they can look at stories and they can say, Well, I know that no story can ever be fully complete. I know that 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 any time I finish a book, you could potentially keep writing that book into infinity. You can just keep following the characters past this point and see what they're up to. And I feel like Hussie got caught in that trap at a point. He he reached a satisfying climax and he just kept going and going and kept following the characters past the point where it, it was interesting to see what they were doing anymore.
0: I would and say then there's, even- there's something I, I should bring up here. This was about the peak of Homestock that you're talking about. Mm-hmm he was also making the most money then presumably yes
1: absolutely and this was around when the kickstarter happened as well so mm. again like maybe maybe he spun out his original that that that's that's both a cynical way of looking at it and also looking at homestuck as it is now probably a pretty reasonable way of looking at it just just based on the general kind of vibe of late era, Homestuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's like his career at that point. You don't always mm. turn up to work, Rosie. What well, you are fucking idiot? If you turn up to work, Rosie, cheating me. Like, I can't wait to get this one done. Another shift in. <laughs> um, like, yeah, like I can yeah. understand why someone might get burnout in year seven of a ongoing project. Um, oh, absolutely, yeah. One quick um, aside as well. Uh did you ever did you ever talk to the friend who mentioned the animation about it again?
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. I just wanted to make sure you 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 chatted. It, it, it
1: yeah, it it wasn't it wasn't a one-off thing.
0: Mm. I don't know why I wanted to know that. <laughs> mm. It just seems like there's maybe something being set up here now. Um, no 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 <laughs> And then we fought to the death uh, over our favourite troll. Uh, uh, yeah. I
1: I I I believe I remember who their favourite troll was, and I don't really agree with them. I see why it was. <laughs> <laughs> I no, no knowing knowing them, I understand why
0: they were their favourite troll.
1: But I just no.
0: You but disagree again, like, with who their favourite troll is. Not, not well, you disagree with them being the best troll, which is an <laughs> arguable set of circumstances. Look, you disagree with who they are allowed to have as their favourite. What is oh, this? Well, it,
1: it, opinions, mate.
0: <laughs> Home,
1: uh, you, you, we, we will get into it, but there are some controversial characters and and that's in a that's in a good way I want to say like not not the bad sort of controversy there are there are some characters that are so like morally gray like they're 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 kind of just hopping off the chromatic spectrum and into like color appearing on the white to black there and the they 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 are like the nexus points for some of like the most heated conversations about Homestuck. So it'll be interesting to get to to those. But
0: yeah, yeah, like uh, I've heard there's some some dicey stuff. Uh, there, heard, there is also some.
1: There is also some dicey stuff that is to do with Andrew Hussey as a person as and, and and just just the style of writing and the voice he was adopting at certain points yeah. but like there there are he's there are slurs edgy. there the, he is a, he yeah he's an edge lord he he likes using certain slurs yeah
0: what i'm going to say is that so far my knowledge of hussie is he he sort of sucks
1: he makes quite a lot of jokes about race that he's not in a play position to make jokes about as as an incredibly white man
0: i'm not sure really anyone's in much of a position to to make lots of jokes about vase if you (laughs) are i'd say there's some questions to be asked about why you're only writing these jokes uh like it depends on what the jokes are obviously but there's only so many jokes that can be told
1: well the 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 one of the one of the one of the biggest uh, dramas in Homestuck as it was going on was related to a joke about race, and he got massive fan pushback from it. So read into that what you will.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah, like it, you mentioned, the politics of of uh, is, is there something more here? So
1: he is broadly. A leftist, mm-hmm. and early early on, like you can see that, like he he he's he's not really very political. He 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 mentions Obama quite a lot in in the way that like like in 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 a vaguely in the vaguely positive sense. Honestly, in, in, if you
0: gave me an opportunity to guess based on those first chapters, I'd actually call him a reactionary lib.
1: Well. He, maybe he was at the time, is the thing. Because all I can really go off of is his most recent work, which is a video game called Cyclonials. Uh, and that is a visual novel set during the pandemic about a anarchist revolution in the US. Uh... Okay. A clown a clown themed anarchist <laughs> revolution. Oh,
0: you didn't need to say that. You already just, you'd already <laughs> said anarchist themed. Like Whoa. There's there's
1: that's that's not let's not get <laughs> let's not get into that too much. But, like you can
0: already tell us a fictional story that that is anarchists and they manage to get a revolution to happen.
1: Duh. But so and the thing the thing about I've not played psycho psycho-colonial, psych psychocolonials uh, or psycholon psycholonials. I've not played psycholonials, but I have talked to a mutual friend of ours briefly about it and the general themes of it. And it sound the 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 vibe I get is that Hussey is now now a leftist, but he's an edge lord leftist who 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 I guess from his experiences with Homestuck is very anti PC. Like he's he's an anti-PC leftist in a way,
0: and yet he's making this this web comic about like the anarchist uprising. Or is it a game? It's a game, isn't it? No, it, yeah, it's
1: it's a it's a visual novel.
0: Oh, VN, yep, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And- the, the idea of like anti-PC anarchist is very funny to me. <laughs> it's. Usually, that's it's like sa- the-
1: it sounds like a complicated work because it sound a lot of it sounds like it's it's being quite critical of and of anarchism okay. at the same time as the protagonist like the protagonist is an anarchist revolutionary, but it sounds like the narrative arc of the story is her figuring out the issues with being an anarchist revolutionary and being the figurehead of a revolution. Okay, like he, I might need to ta- uh,
0: check this out. <laughs>
1: he he has talked in interviews about how a lot of it is allegorical about his association with the Homestuck fan base, that the, the revolution in question is at times a stand-in for Homestuck fans and the main characters a stand-in for him, which, one, lazy writing, yeah. if that is the case. But...
0: I mean, you're going to gonna draw from imp- some well. Um, like, I-, I can understand why someone might do that. Mm.
1: But, but there, there is a lot of stuff I have seen about psycholonials, which like is stringently like anti-cop and pro Black Lives Matter. So they they're like it, it's clear that Hussey has like fairly fairly clear left tendencies. It's just how how they manifest is a bit weird and clouded. Yeah,
0: he, he's aware of political issues, I guess, hmm. is how you would frame it there. The idea of him making a, a game about an, well, a VN about an anarchist revolution, <laughs> it's very weird to go from this to that mm. I don't know
1: and if you, if you want to play it in your free time go ahead because I, as far as I'm aware there's nothing to do with Homestuck in there other than the main character being an ex-Homestuck fan
0: uh, I, I should probably avoid it until at least I know <laughs> it's safe like if they drop a big spoiler in there well then I'm fucked so I'll, I'll dodge it for now I'll have to go back at some point um, but yeah, so he, he sort of made a bit of a journey. Uh, one person he, gets yeah. shoved out uh, of home. Oh so yeah, the music yeah, we, team. yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. So uh, early on, within within the scope of the first few episodes, as we have it planned, so, the last major contribution he makes is during Act Four. Mm. But uh, the majority of the work that he did was in Acts One, Two, and Three. So a guy called Bill Bolan uh was the initial head of the music team. And at some point around between Act Three and Act Four, he had a major falling out with Hussey uh that like spilled over into the forums. Uh he one one of the, the main things that he took like public in that argument was that uh, he thought that Hussey was running the project incredibly unprofessionally and that he was unhappy about uh, music that he hadn't released on his own albums being planned to be included in Homestuck um I do not I d I d I don't I don't know the details around that or if how much of that is is true. I just know that the main the main thrust of the the fallout was that he just didn't believe that Hussie had any degree of professionalism, which, like, in hindsight, maybe he had something there. Maybe Hussey yeah. wasn't really cut out for the management side of a project this big, especially as it started inflating to the heights it got but it later came out that he was also like being quite transphobic to another member of the music team during this period so all in all probably a very good thing they got kicked out when he did
0: was there Uh, any intervention on the part of the team towards helping the other member so
1: i i I am not aware of the details because I'm I'm not even I'm not even fully aware of like the timeline of the person in question's transition. So there are lots there are lots of details that I'm just I've not I've not read up on and I'm not even sure how much is readily available. I just know that the person in question has come forward at some point between then and now and said, Yeah, that guy was like regularly being transphobic to
0: me. Okay. Okay. So they they sort of leave leave the yeah. project possibly because of issues like that. Possibly not. Uh it sounds like it's yeah. not not because of it though. Um it sounds like it's more of a coincidence that's happening alongside as exodus. Uh, it's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what I do remember you saying is that none of none of that content is on the unofficial collection. All,
1: all of that content has been removed. It's still accessible once you finished the once you finished the comic. There you can go into the controversial content tab in the options, and there are several there are several things that you can access, including. <laughs> including uh, that time that Andrew Hussey wrote fan fiction of Homestuck, which included blaming uh, Albert Einstein for the Holocaust. But what? we're not going to get into that.
0: What?
1: I'm, ju- I'm just going to drop that and move on. <laughs> Unironically uh,
0: blamed him? It, 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 is it an, is part, a reasoned as,
1: argument? As part of the narrative, he blamed him. Okay. It's an, it's, it was alternate history. <laughs> Oh, okay, uh, and like like we said, Andrew Hussey is an edge lord, who, yeah, yeah. who just make makes a lot of really questionable writing decisions, and that at that point, like he was like fully unhinged, like, and I I still think he he is probably like fully unhinged.
0: Yeah, it, who knows? Who knows? Like
1: we'll it. see. We'll we'll see. We'll see what is next. If if he has a further project, whether it's going to sink deeper into like clown clown related
0: psychosis, ah, uh, you can't remove the clowns from the man's mind. They're always uh, it, there.
1: That he has three great loves that are present in his work, and that's clowns, horses, and bad rap. Like God. either writing it or making fun of it.
0: God. He just sounds like the lamest guy. That's the lamest possible person. I mean
1: yeah, like that he he's certainly the person involved in Homestuck that I respect the least. Mm. And the, and the, that's impressive as as the main creative lead on, on the piece of work to to engender that much uh, antipathy. But he 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 has he hasn't he hasn't made a good case for himself in recent years. He every every time he sticks his head above the parapet, it's just to to be weird and antagonistic. Mm. But again, that, a lot of that is stuff that we can't really discuss until all of this is over. Yeah, because it it's it's relating to how how a homestuck ends up and how the 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 errata around it is handled.
0: Speaking. Of over, I think we've more or less covered everything that we would want to cover in a episode we, one slash prequel episode. Unless you've got something else, a th- I mission. think
1: we've been, I think we've been fairly exhaustive.
0: Yeah, uh, this is twice the length of as the, the original version. <laughs> Actually, so much more exhaustive. And
1: that- that's impressive. And I think we covered actually quite a bit of new ground compared
0: yeah, to did, yeah. our last discussion. Uh, you covered most of it, though. Uh, for anyone... Oh, yeah. Yeah. For anyone, for, for anyone
1: listening... For anyone listening who hates the sound of my voice, <laughs> don't worry. Because the, the onus in future episodes is going to very much shift to Carl, as I am unable to talk about a lot of things.
0: Yes, yeah. uh, Faser had to carry a lot of weight on his back for this. Obviously... He's the person that's touched the series before. However, he's not... now I
1: go into spoiler or murder.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, however, he's not the only person who has touched the story before. Uh, If you have any ideas or anything you think we missed out in this conversation that we've been having here... Uh,
1: I am eager to be corrected. If if I got anything wrong, or if I if you have any interesting facts related to anything that I I covered, please share it with me because
0: yeah, uh, you can. That, that's
1: that's the that's the aim here. We want we want you to tell us about Homestuck. Oh, this is no. your chance. The, no. This this is a therapeutic experience for me as as someone who has now read through Homestuck twice in its entirety. And wants to, at some point, stop thinking about Homestuck entirely. Maybe this will be like, maybe this will be it. Yeah. Maybe he, this is this is getting it all out into the world.
0: He wants the the, the sanitization to be cleansed of Homestuck. But if you want to do that, you can contact me at theapuk at gmail dot com. That's theapuk at gmail dot com. And if you also want please to- no no oh.
1: no spoilers, yeah though, no because, spoilers, because Carl is the one yeah. running that account
0: mm-hmm. um however, uh, what I would be interested in hearing is what does homestuck mean to you what 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 was it in your life at the time that you ran into it like the the thing that always sticks out to me is like the fandom for homestuck is so large, it is so strong. Um that it clearly means something to most of the people who have read it and embraced it. I I don't understand what makes someone embrace something that zealously. I I am usually not that committal to uh to properties. Not not in a unironic, uh devoted way. Um I am usually not the most serious of guys. So like the, the scene, like the way the homestuck audience sort of phrases it is just, just strange to me. It seems mm. pseudo-religious. Uh so let me know that as well. I'd be interested um, in hearing. Um incidentally, if you don't want to just write, you can also send me an audio file. I, I will yes, consider please. Yeah. Like, I actually want listener mail that could potentially be included in the podcast. So if you want to ever chip in with a bit, feel free. I might stick it in there if it seems like it's worth putting in.
1: And feel free to be as positive or as negative as you like. Yeah. Above all above all, we want we want this series to be sincere. I'm (laughs) I'm not gonna like there, there is a degree of embarrassment still. Well, of course, still the embarrassment grows with every year that passes. But the 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 amount the amount of brain space that I have dedicated to Homestuck does embarrass me. But I'm not gonna I'm not going to deny it, and I'm not gonna hide away from it. And I'm going. I'm also going to be willing to to uh, point out the bits that are that I believe are genuinely really, really bad. Yeah, so,
0: that's what I'd hope if we you, if you,
1: however, however you feel about Homestuck, if you, if you have feelings either way, we'd love to hear
0: about it. Yeah, because while we may be describing this as a colossal waste of time, what else do you do when you're wasting your time? You reflect. You, you look back on things.
1: And if you're reading along at home, again, why are you? But if you are, In the next episode, we're going to be covering pages 1 through 440 of Homestuck, which is the entirety of Act 1 and the first third of Act 2. It's uh, ending in a bit of an awkward place just because of the awkward pacing of early Homestuck, but it's the best we can manage with.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, So please do not read along with it actually no I won't respect you as a fan if you're not listening <laughs> a lot uh, listening it's and the good co- good cop bad cop S- no if you if you're gonna watch a man suffer you're just a monster you gotta suffer along with uh, you gotta go for the pure Maoist suffer sessions over here hey you gotta criticise each keep, other
1: if you keep talking about a benefactor like that you're gonna lose your graphics
0: card <laughs> good point Anyway, uh, it is time to uh, bid you farewell. This has been over two hours probably at this point. So I've been Carl.
1: I've been Fraser.
0: And thank you very much. This has been a colossal waste of time.
1: See you next time.